This is a variety show with no particular niche. Baby, it's always about hanging out. Maybe we'll laugh at some stuff. Maybe we'll learn something new. But it's always about hanging out, me and you. Welcome to That Thing with James. I'm your host, James, and I'm back for yet another episode. And yes, if you've been following for a hot minute, I understand it's been a little infrequent, but I've discussed why in previous episodes, so I'm getting these out as frequently as I can. But in the meantime, I have taken up some new projects. Um, If you didn't know already, I, I did a limited, I guess it would be called a limited web series, a horror comedy entitled After the Tone after the tone. And um, if you haven't seen it already, I would like to direct you to my YouTube page, which has, it's the same name as this podcast, That Thing with James. Um, I I don't have my own custom URL yet, as I do not have uh, 100 subscribers on my YouTube channel. Apparently, I've, well, apparently, I've known this for years. Uh, you have to have at least 100 subscribers to your YouTube channel in order to claim your own custom uh, URL ending on YouTube. So, for example, youtube.com slash TTWJ, something I would choose if I had 100 subscribers. And I'm closer than I've ever been before. Uh, The last time I checked, I was at 88 subscribers. So if you are not subscribed to my YouTube channel already, um, I encourage you to go check it out because there's more stuff. Uh, This podcast itself is on there. There's a whole video component so you can see my beautiful face. And I've painted my nails black just because fucking why not? It feels pretty. Um, And I've also started doing, as I mentioned, uh, web series stuff uh, like... After the Tone, the horror comedy. If you haven't seen it, um, yeah, go to YouTube and then in the search bar, just search for That Thing with James. Go to Playlists. Uh, well, go to my my channel, go to Playlists, and then you will see a playlist entitled After the Tone. And uh, if you want to check it out, um, I like it a lot. And I strongly encourage you, you, you could watch because each episode is only three minutes or less. Um, However, if you have a spare 35 minutes, I really encourage you to check out the final installment entitled After the Tone Complete and Improved. Basically, I took all nine episodes and added a little extra something, a little bit of a me showing my um, appreciation for British comedy. Uh, so yeah, once again, that's after the tone. Um, and you can find that on my YouTube channel, just search on YouTube for that thing with James and you will find my channel. And if you're feeling generous or if you just like the stuff I do, um, subscribe to my channel. If you haven't done so already, that would be a big help and I'd really appreciate it. Um, let's see what else. Ah, yes, I have started yet another, um, web series. These are uh, short form comedies. And unlike After the Tone, this one is going to be an ongoing thing. It's entitled 
Minor Tensions by Dick Whistler. I'll repeat that. Minor Tensions by Dick Whistler. Um, by the time this episode comes out, um, there will be two episodes out of Minor Tensions. And those episodes are around one minute, you know, a little bit less, a little bit more, it just depends. But yeah, uh, I, it's another comedy I'm having fun with. I would describe it as sort of a cross between Deep Thoughts with uh, Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. If you are familiar with those old SNL things, I, I've long loved those. D- it's a cross between Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy and Henri the Ennui Cat. Um, so check that out. And it's also on my social media. I've posted it on all my social media. If you don't know, I'm on Twitter. TikTok and Instagram. My handle on all three is at James J. Asher. This information will be in the episode description. And while I'm on the topic of of news, of promoting my stuff, um, if you have not already, please consider becoming a patron uh, at patreon.com slash that thing with James. Save a pigeon feed an artist, patreon.com slash that thing with James. Um, that's just to show your appreciation for the show, help support it if you want, if you like what I do. And, uh, in return, there are different tiers with different little benefits. So you get a little extra something to go along with it. Plus bonus episodes. I have a bunch of bonus episodes and I'm often putting out new ones. I'm putting out bonus episodes as often as I put out these freemium episodes. So once again, that's patreon.com slash that thing with James. Help support an artist, i.e. me. And for those of you who are already uh, patrons, thank you. You rock. Let's see. Ah, shitposts. I love shitposts. And you can shitpost. It's an open invitation. Come shitpost on my uh, subreddit, r slash that thing with James. And another open invitation is I could always use help harvesting content for this podcast. Uh, This is a one-man show. I've got a lot on my plate already in general. Plus, I'm doing these other things now, too. And uh, yeah, I could use your help uh, harvesting content. So I'm looking for just topics, you know, topics to talk about, riff on whatever, articles, videos, memes, whatever. You got an idea, you got questions. If you are in need of advice on something, um, I, I can't promise I'll give good or sound advice, but I'll do my best to make it entertaining to address your queries. Uh, email me your your suggestions, your submissions at thatthingwithjames at gmail.com. And if you missed all this stuff, don't worry. Once again, all this information is written in the episode description. So yeah, check that out. Now, uh, yeah, deep, uh, not deep thoughts, but, um, minor tensions by Dick Whistler. Yes. It's, it's the new thing I'm doing. I'm having fun with it. Um, yeah. 
And, uh, you know, last night, while I was in the shower after, you know, spending hours at a friend's house in another town, I kind of came up with the, uh, the idea for the third episode. And you know what? You know what? Why don't I give you a little preview just off the top of my head? I'm still uh, polishing the language because um, I, I, I will do that up until I'm about to record. And even while I'm recording, I may, you know, refine the script a little bit. But let's see. Let's see. How does this work out? Let me let me take a drink of this Waterloo sparkling water today. I've got yet again cherry limeade, Waterloo sparkling water, my favorite flavored sparkling water. I am, they, they are not, uh, this isn't a commercial. They aren't paying me. I just really love this shit and I tend to drink it while I'm recording this show. So let me take a quick sip and then I'll give you um, a little uh, sneak preview of episode three of uh, uh, Minor Tensions. Just a second. All right, so here, here's here's what I came up with in the shower last night. By the way, I record this five days before I release the episode, so yeah, some time has passed. Um, it's currently July, or June. It's currently June 26th at 2.33 p.m. Sunday, 2022. Here we go. Let's see. Where was I? Where was I? Ah, here it is. Um, when I was in grad... This isn't me. This is the character Dick Whistler that I invented. <clears throat> That's not it. This is it. When I was in graduate school, I made acquaintance with a man from southern Louisiana. Once every two weeks, I would have dinner at his house. He always told me, Goddamn baby raccoon, get in my room. I've chased it off with the broom again. The vomit keep falling out that tree, crawling in the window over the awning. I never knew what he meant by that, but he was a fantastic cook. And he was studying disaster management because of the destructive impact Katrina had on his family. Katrina was his ex fiance I think about that sometimes. That's a soul preview. It's, it's, uh, yeah, that's it. So, yeah, Roe v. Wade, fucked up, fucked up, got overturned, but, um, that's not what I'm talking about today. I might rant about that in the bonus episode, rant about that, and how, uh, the GOP are a bunch of frothing psychopaths for whom cruelty is the point, and about how, uh, the Democrats are complicit in all of this. But, you know, that's not what this episode is about. This episode is about someone, someone who has been entertaining me for the past couple of weeks. This someone is an actor named Ezra Miller. You may have heard about them. You may have heard about the controversy surrounding this person. Well, I'm talking about that today. And it's funny. It's funny. I've seen some tweets. One of the funniest tweets I saw over the past week, before the Roe v. Wade getting overturned thing, um, someone said, uh, it was a tweet. Uh, oh my God, a second, oh my God, a second Ezra Miller is flying toward the Twin Towers. This is funny. And maybe if you if you don't know what's been going on with this actor, hopefully I'll be covering it. Hopefully this will give you some context. Another tweet I saw later was uh, 
Ezra Miller is possessed by the ghost of John McAfee. Now, I've talked about John McAfee on this show before. Um, What an American. Oh, what a libertarian. Very funny. Very apt. And then later after Roe v. Wade got overturned, someone said, uh, um, dumping Ezra, oh wait, uh, uh, dumping Ezra Miller out of the back of an unmarked van out front of the Supreme Court building. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a reasonable, uh, I think that could do something. That could definitely do something. So, Fuck it. Let's get into it. I didn't, uh, you know, hash out research or anything. I just pulled up a few articles. This is just how I roll, baby. I've done research and shit before for this show and scripted everything out, but I just, I just rolled stuff. I'll get an idea and just go. I'll just go in the direction because that's just, I don't know. It's just how I, it's how I do things. Okay. So, um, let's just, let's just jump in here. Wikipedia. Who the fuck is Ezra Miller? Wikipedia, the beginning here. Ezra Matthew Miller, born September 30th, 1992, is an American actor. Miller's feature film debut was in After School, 2008, which they followed by starring in the drama We Need to Talk About Kevin, 2011, and The Perks of Being a Wallflower, 2012. In 2015, Miller co-starred in the drama The Stanford Prison Experiment and the comedy Trainwreck before playing Credence Barebones slash Aurelius Dumbledore in the Fantastic Beasts film Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them and Fantastic Beasts The Crimes of Grindelwald and Fantastic Beasts The Secret of Dumbledore in 2020. They also had a recurring role in the miniseries The Stand as Donald Merwin, Trash Can Man, Elbert. Oh, that's where I recognize them from. Miller also portrays The Flash in films and television series set in the DC Extended Universe, most notably Justice League, and uh, its director's cut, Zack Snyder's Justice League, and the film The Flash, which is supposed to come out next year, 2023. Since 2022, Miller has been subject, the subject of several incidents relating to disorderly conduct and assault, resulting in multiple arrest allegations uh, and allegations of grooming underage individuals. So, you know, let's let's forego the rest of this Wikipedia article and uh, jump into this other thing I found here. So this is on Vulture. Uh, I have not read through this yet. Hopefully it helps stuff out. Uh, hopefully it gives us a timeline on uh, Ezra Miller. So this is Vulture.com entitled, The Complete History of Ezra Miller's Controversial Career by Zoe Guy. Okay. 
from beloved perks of being wallflower beginnings to becoming a rising star in Hollywood, Ezra Miller was supposed to be a queer blockbuster movie star, a flower child eccentric who lives in Vermont and plays The Flash, and an activist who stood up for gender-based violence and indigenous communities. Speaking of indigenous, he did a sort of kidnap a um indigenous activist and and was drugging this this young lady uh and had eloped with her for uh for months and the mother was on twitter trying to find her maybe they'll cover that in this um let's see uh instead The 2020s ushered in a difficult kind of Ezra Miller who would be caught on video physically attacking a fan at an Iceland bar and accused of grooming an 18-year-old Sue activist. Miller went from indie darling to getting Harry Potter paychecks to allegedly being on the lam with an 18-year-old in quite a flash. So, here's a timeline to understand how we got here. Early life. I don't know if you can hear that. That's a plane. Let's let that pass for a second. Early life. 1992 to 2010. So, here we go. From 92 to 08. Ezra Miller grew up in New Jersey with their father, publisher Robert S. Miller of Workman Publishing, their mother, Marta, a dancer, and their two older sisters. The family had also uh, also had a home in Chelsea for their forays into the city, as one does. Okay, so yet again, of course, a star is a rich kid. They're all a bunch of fucking rich kids. Maybe I'll rant about that in the bonus episode too, but for now, let's keep going. Uh, the family also had a home in Chelsea for their forays into the city as, city as one does. They were born with a speech impediment, so they turned to opera to focus on, quote, control and manipulation of the breath, end quote. Miller told the Daily Beast in 2017, they eventually overcame their stutter. Summer 2001. Miller stars in the Robert Wilson and Philip Glass opera White Raven. That was a very confusing and trippy creation tale, and I was a kid who brought up the sun and rotated the earth, they told Collider later. It was very empowering. Miller went on to join the children's chorus at the Metropolitan Opera for two seasons. May 18, 2008. Antonio Campo's drama After School premieres at the con in which Miller plays Robert, an internet-addicted loner who fetishizes cell phone footage. After he accidentally films the death of twins at his boarding school, he is tasked with making a video tribute for the girls, quote, that was a great film experience because of how fucked up it was and like a psychotic filmmaking process with young kids, they say in a 2018 interview with The Hollywood Reporter. And then I was just hooked to film. After the film is released, Miller drops out of Hoboken's Hudson School during their junior year. Indie Darling, 2011-2015. to 2015. May 12th. 
2011. Fresh off the heels of small TV roles and parts in small films, Miller breaks through with We Need to Talk About Kevin. Miller plays the titular role in the movie, which tells the story of a mother, played by Tilda Swinton, coming to terms with the horrors her teenage son committed. Oh, I've never seen We Need to Talk About Kevin, but uh, foreshadowing? Hmm. Uh, the Lynn Ramsey-directed film goes on to become a con darling, cementing Miller as a rising star. While shooting, Miller refrained from speaking with their mother for the entirety of the shoot to better inhabit the mind of their psychopathic character. Quote, In the moments where my mind would could escape Kevin's, I had this growing, gathering appreciation for everything that my mother did right. They tell New York Magazine in 2012, quote, But to bring back to the forefront of my brain this loving, empathetic relationship with my mother would have been extremely detrimental to either me or the film, so it was really essential that she uh, keep fair distance. Or, you know, you could try acting. June 28th, 2011. Miller is a passenger in a vehicle that is pulled over for a broken brake light in Pittsburgh while shooting perks of being a wallflower. That's a good sentence. A lot of punchy peas. Police find 20 grams of marijuana on Miller. The then 18-year-old is charged with drug possession, but the judge drops the case. The actor instead faces two citations of disorderly conduct and is ordered to pay $600. That's it? Hmm. Perks of being a rich kid, more like. Blah, 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 blah. Let's get to the juicy stuff. Let's get to the juicy stuff. Let's go ahead. Um, erratic behavior, abuse, and grooming allegations, 2020 to present. Before we get into this, I... I want to say the first thing I really heard about this Ezra Miller stuff was like maybe a month ago. I heard that they were in like, like the cops had been searching for them all over Hawaii because Miller had just been going all over the big island, beating people, going to bars, going to restaurants and wherever, and just beating people at random and being very erratic. And uh, the police were looking for them. And I'd seen some videos, <laughs> some videos of them uh, acting very erratic at a uh, karaoke bar and uh, getting arrested a few times and talking some really insane shit to the cops. And it's got me thinking, could Ezra Miller be our modern uh, Charles Manson? Interesting, interesting. Charles Manson's another character I'm very intrigued by. A very entertaining character. Let's keep reading here. Erratic behavior, abuse, and grooming allegations 2020 to present. April 1st. Ooh, April Fool's Day 2020. In a since-deleted tweet, a disturbing video alleges to show Miller choking a woman and throwing her to the ground at Prickio Kaffihus, a bar in Reykjavik, Iceland. I saw the video. This woman, it was just some random woman, completely unprovoked. Miller, like, chokes the woman out with his, with, sorry, with their hands and throws this woman to the ground. And some people come in and pull them off of the woman. 
um, Variety confirms that the altercation took place at the Trendy Bar and employees identify Miller in the video who they escort from the premises. The seven-second clip makes its rounds on Twitter on April 6th and shows a person saying, quote, Oh, you want to fight? That's what you want to do? To a woman in a bar. She appears to be jokingly readying herself for a fight. The person, identified as Miller, then grabs the woman by the throat and throws her to the ground. Quote, Whoa, bro, says the person filming the incident. Quote, Bro, a source at the bar tells Variety that the situation began after a, quote-unquote, after pushy, quote-unquote, fans confront Miller until Miller physically attacks the woman. Restaurant staff escort Miller from the premises. Uh, They are not under investigation by the authorities following the incident. Police confirmed to The Wrap. January 28th, 2022. In a, well, that's a big jump. That's two years. In a since-deleted video posted to their Instagram account, Miller tells members of a North Carolina chapter of the Ku Klux Klan to, quote, kill themselves, unquote, with their own guns, or else, quote, we'll do it for you if that's what you want, end quote. It's unclear if Miller is responding to a specific incident. The video goes viral on social media. March 4th, 2022. Asking for it premieres. I'm guessing that's a movie. Uh, The revenge film tackles sexual assault and co-stars Ezra Miller, Vanessa Hudgens, Kiersey Clemens, and Alexandra Shipp. On April 20th, director Eamon O'Rourke allegedly punches trans comedian Grace, Grace Freud twice in the head. Okay. Uh, March 27th, 2022. The Flash enters the Speed Force. In a Snyder cut of the Justice League wins Oscar fan favorite moment, The Flash won an Oscar before Annette Bening, Winona Ryder, Glenn, Qu- Glenn Close, Kristen Stewart. March 27th, 2022. Here we go. Miller is arrested in Hawaii and charged with disorderly conduct and harassment following a physical confrontation with patrons at a karaoke bar. I think they were arrested like 10 times in Hawaii just this year. Uh, In a public statement from the Hawaii Police Department, Hilo Police, uh, police alleged that Miller became, quote, agitated while patrons began singing a karaoke rendition of Shallow from A Star is Born. They began yelling, quote, obscenities at the patrons and grabbed a microphone from a woman singing karaoke and later lunged at a man playing darts, according to the police. Quote, the bar owner asked Miller to calm down several times to no avail, police state. Miller's $500 bail, only $500? Man, it really pays to be rich. Uh, is paid by a couple they live with at a hotel. Per TMZ, a video circulates of a week's earlier confrontation with police in Hawaii. Now, I remember 
I remember there was all sorts of stuff. Uh, yeah, police were searching for Miller, and and some chick posted on uh, TikTok like they were going to get a sandwich at a shop, and they saw Miller ordering like at the counter. <laughs> and, and the workers appeared a, a little fucking scared. Let's keep reading. March 29th, 2022. The couple who lived with Miller at the hostel file a restraining order against the actor. In documents obtained by Radar Online, the couple ask the court to order Miller to not contact them in any form and to stay away from their home and places of work. Following the incident at the karaoke bar, the couple claims that Miller returned home and threatened the couple, saying, quote, I will bury you and your slut wife, unquote. The petition alleges that Miller stole the wife's passport and the husband's wallet, which contains his credit cards, social security card, and driver's license. It's unclear whether the items were returned. A judge grants the couple the restraining order the following day. The order is dropped in mid-April. April 6, 2022. Sources tell Rolling Stone that Warner Brothers and DC executives held an emergency impromptu meeting to discuss Miller's recent controversies and their future with the studio. Quote, according to a knowledgeable source, the consensus in the room was to hit pause on any future projects involving Miller, including plausible appearances in the DC Extended Universe, Rolling Stone reports. And an inside source or an inside source says that Miller had, quote, frequent meltdowns during last year's production of The Flash, although the sources stressed that Miller did not yell or have violent outbursts. Mm, mm, okay, methinks they doth protest too much. Also, I did see a thing where a WB executive was straight up saying, we're really hoping all this uh, stuff about Miller goes under the radar until after we've released The Flash next year. Um, newsflash, it's already above the radar, dumbass. Fucking execs. April 19th, 2022. Three weeks after their March arrest, the actor was again taken into custody. I remember I saw one video where they were like, don't, don't hurt my fingers. I'm a musician. I need my fingers. Don't touch them, blah, blah, blah. Uh, batshit, batshit insane manic stuff, they were saying to the police. Uh, um, actor was taken again into custody in Hawaii for allegedly throwing a chair which hit a woman at a private party, leaving the 26-year-old woman with a half-inch cut on her forehead. In a public statement from Hawaii police, authorities say Miller was arrested about 1.30 a.m. during a traffic stop and released from custody around 4 a.m., pending further investigation. Man, it pays to be rich. March 2016, 2022. Music producer uh, Oliver Ignatius and rapper Gaius Guevara 
claimed that Miller stole the music they worked on and posted it on social media without credits. Ignatius and Miller met up in both the Northeast and Hawaii to collaborate on new music weeks before their first arrest in Hawaii. Ignatius plans to file a court order for Miller to take the music down. The link to the songs are no longer featured on Miller's Instagram bio. July, here it is, 8th, or June, I keep getting ahead, June 8th, 2022. The parents of 18-year-old activist Gibson Iron Eyes, who is non-binary, um, sorry if I misgendered them previously, I wasn't, I didn't know this, uh, who is non-binary, accuse Miller of grooming their child. In court documents obtained by TMZ from the Standing Rock Sioux Tribal Court, Gibson's parents, attorney and activist Chase Iron Eyes and pediatrician Sarah Jumping Eagle seek intervention from the court, alleging that Miller has been involved with their child since they were 12. A judge signed the request for a protective order, which says Miller cannot contact the child, Sarah, or Chase, or be within 100 yards of their residence. I saw maybe, was it last week or the week before, I saw a picture that Miller posted on Iron Eyes's uh, Instagram account because Miller had taken their phone from them, from Iron Eyes, taken their phone, had taken over control of their Instagram account and were posting all sorts of videos. And in one, Miller is in the passenger seat, some someone else is driving, and then Iron Eyes, this 18-year-old, is sitting in the back looking yeeted the fuck out because apparently Miller had been feeding this teenager ecstasy and, sh and LSD and weed uh, and had kidnapped them. So let's keep reading. Gibson and Miller met while they were both protesting for the Land Black Reclamation Movement in Standing Rock in 2016. According to court documents, Miller allegedly flew Gibson to London in 2017 to visit the set of Fantastic Beasts. Gibson was 18 at the time, and Ezra was 25. Their parents allege Miller tried to sleep in the same bed as Gibson and provided Gibson with alcohol, marijuana, and LSD. The parents go on to accuse the actor of influencing Gibson in their decision to drop out of their private school in Massachusetts in December 2021. Miller offered to pay their tuition when Gibson was 16, and uh, their parents believed this created a, quote, sense of indebtedness. Ooh, that's dark. Oh, this is all dark. Uh, they add that when they flew to Vermont in January to check on Gibson. Their child had bruises on their body and was not in possession of their own driver's license, car keys, or bank card. Since then, Gibson and Ezra have been traveling together, Gibson's parents claim. They were spotted in Hawaii together in a video per TMZ, quote, Ezra uses violence, intimidations, threat of violence, fear, paranoia, delusions, and drugs to hold sway over a young adolescent Tokata, court documents allege. A hearing is scheduled for July 12th. 
Gibson issued a statement on Instagram on June 6th in which they accused their parents of being, quote, unquote, transphobic and deny the allegations. Quote, I dropped out of Bard five months ago. My friend and comrade William passed shortly thereafter. My mind was incredibly impacted and I've needed space and time for processing of grief, reads the statement. Quote, my comrade Ezra Miller for the entirety of the aforementioned era has only provided loving support and invaluable protection throughout this period of loss. My father and his allegations hold no weight and are frankly transphobic and based in the notion that I am somehow incapable of coherent thought or opposing opinions to those of my own kindred worrying about my well-being, Gibson continued, quote, I am now aware of the severity of the emotional and psychological manipulation I was made to endure while in my parents' home, end quote. The previous day, Gibson had posted a video on Instagram of themselves and Miller smoking cigarettes. June 9th, 2022, Gibson's parents say that Miller and Gibson remain, quote, on the run, while the court has been not been able to, quote, locate or serve the actor because their whereabouts are unknown. Gibson releases a video statement on Instagram saying that, quote, nobody is controlling my Instagram account and expresses disappointment in the press coverage, quote, it's really distressing that the narrative of the victim in question is not being granted any trust. I worked really hard to make really clear what was going on, they said on the video, quote, if the statements are too profoundly contrasting to whatever assumptions those of us have garnered uh, and have chosen to carry, I'd like to say that it's nobody's business and nobody is owed a story or an outcome, end quote. June 10th, Miller has yet to be stir served, Gibson's parents tell the Los Angeles Times. June 15th, Miller appears to have deleted their Instagram as reported by CBR after posting memes to their story that they may have been alluding to authorities' inability to find them. Yeah, yeah. Ezra was saying, you cannot find me. I am in another universe. Straight up taunting the cops. Um, oh, here we go. Quote, I am shielded from negative people and their ill intent. My spirit, mind, body, soul, and success are not altered by anyone's envy. One post read, quote, I am protected from all negative what is this? And en energy? Okay, negative energy people. I was a little like, because it's the letter N, the letter R, and the letter G, I was a little bit like, oh, this is a little sus, but negative energy people attempt to throw at me subconsciously and consciously. I clear any and all hidden peers who are hidden enemies, end quote. June 16th.
The Daily Beast publishes a report speaking with an alleged victim of Miller's, a 12-year-old non-binary child who alleges that they were targeted by Miller. On Wednesday, June 15th, the child and their mother were granted a temporary harassment prevention order against Miller, claiming that the actor menaced the family on the evening of February 2nd at their neighbor's downstairs apartment and acted inappropriately toward the child. The case was filed at their local courthouse in Greenfield, Massachusetts. Miller came into contact with the family due to their connections with the family's neighbor, who is in a band with Miller's friend, Whitney Sutters, Sutters, whatever. Quote, Miller was wearing a bulletproof vest. Oh, is this canasta thing? Yeah, Miller pulled a gun on someone over a game of canasta or something like that. Or maybe Yahtzee, I don't know. Quote, Miller was wearing a bulletproof vest, and I had no idea until later that they were armed, the neighbor told the Daily Beast. According to the neighbor, the evening went sideways when the mother called her friends, quote, her tribe, causing Miller, whom they believed to be, quote, under the influence, to accuse her of cultural appropriation. Following this snafu, Miller claimed that the board game Parcheesi was of Rastafarian roots, which the half-black neighbor questioned. Ezra snapped after this interaction, the neighbor alleges, quote, Then they opened up their jacket. They had this, like, big Sherpa jacket. And they opened up this one side of their jacket, and you could see a gun. And they said, Talking like that could get you into really into a really serious situation, the neighbor tells the Daily Beast. After this altercation, Miller allegedly began to harass the mother and the then 11-year-old child, telling the parents that they are well-equipped to mentor the child. Quote, I've talked extensively with your child, and they have a lot of power and have a lot of power to them. At one point, you're going to realize that you don't have any control over them anymore. They're an elevated being, and they would be lucky to have someone like me guiding them, Miller said, according to the neighbor, mother, and child. The trio claimed that Miller additionally asked the mother if she would like to drink their blood because she dresses in a goth style. The child accuses Miller of uncomfortably moving their chair closer to them, hugging them, and touching their hips. The child also alleges that Miller asked them to follow them on Instagram. <laughs> what the and told the child that they would purchase horses for them to raise on their Vermont farm. Quote, It was really uncomfortable. I was really nervous. I was scared to be around them after they'd yelled at my mother and she was crying, the child remembers. According to the Daily Beast, Miller returned to the home dressed as a cowboy on June 4th to apologize. June 23rd. A Rolling Stone investigation revealed that a 25-year-old woman and her three children, ages 1 to 5, have been living at The Flash Actors Vermont Farm in a roommate situation that worries the children's father, as well as two sources close to the situation. Those sources say they're concerned with the living arrangements because Miller's home has unattended guns strewn across 
across the living room and mature marijuana plants growing on the property. According to one of the sources, the one-year-old child allegedly played with a loose bullet and placed it in her mouth. According to Instagram posts reviewed by the site, the mother and children who remain anonymous appear to still be living at the Vermont farm. Rolling Stone asked why the father has not confronted Miller or gone to the police. Quote, I don't want the children to see anything like that. I just want them to see that Hey, Dad showed up. Let's get into the car and go. It's been traumatic enough, he says. Vulture reached out to Miller for comment. And that's the end of that. Apparently, Miller, I think, posted a picture of the one-year-old holding a bullet in its mouth. Maybe I'll read the Rolling Stone article in the bonus episode. You can catch that over at patreon.com slash thatthingwithjames. Thanks for tuning in. This episode turned out longer than I had intended, but so was this was a uh, long article. Interesting, interesting stuff. Uh, yeah, help me harvest content for the show. <laughs> patreon.com. Wait, uh, thatthingwithjames at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in for yet another episode. I love you. Uh, I hope this was entertaining. Uh, I'll catch you next time. Bye.